You're listening to the Free Association Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Carpenter. And this podcast is a special edition of my radio show, Free Association, which runs every Friday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on WZBC 90.3 FM, Boston College. My guest today, Judith Berkson. She's a composer, pianist, songwriter, singer. Her new record is called Leader Christ 2. It's the second in a series. Leader Christ, German for song cycle. We talked about her fascination with German leader, uh, the art of processed voices, her work with Joe Maneri in Boston on microtonal music, and her work as a Jewish cantor in Brooklyn. All coming up, this is Free Association.
Judith Bergson is here. Thanks for being here. Thanks for Thank being on the you. show. Thank yeah. you, Brian. Such an honor. Yeah, I, I love this record. It's so otherworldly. And I got this book from a friend of mine. Let me see if you if you if you recognize this. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So a yeah, friend of yeah. mine recommended this and I started kind of reading through it. And I thought, um, it's a it's a it, for those who are listening, it's it's Ian Bostridge, Anatomy of, of an Obsession, Schubert's Winter Journey. And it talks about it goes through the whole song cycle and goes sort of deep dives into all the different the different um songs and it's such it gives you all of this context you know um for it but when i heard the 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 piece sons i thought wow that really brings you into that whole world you know and i and i i've it's like the interpretations of winter's journey i've, I've always been sort of you know, the, I can't, the operatic voice is something I've always kind of struggled with, but this was so cool the way you had kind of had the choir and then you've sort of transformed it with electronics. Can you talk about how, what, how your interest in, in the song cycle came to be and, and what your vision for, for using all the different voices on that track was? Sure. Um, so I've been interested in like German leader, especially Schubert and Schumann uh, for a long time. I studied like classical voice <clears throat> Um, at a conservatory in my undergrad. And um, so, so a lot of that was required, but actually my mentor, um, Joe Maneri, who was quite a wonderful composer and improviser in Boston, he encouraged me to, um, to check out Schubert's uh, songs. So um, I, I was also learning how to sight sing and sight read piano at the time. I, my sight my sight playing on the piano was not very strong and so um he's like i sit with this book and just play like three of these a day and even if they're wow. slow and and so i did that every day and then i uh, got to the end you know end of the book after several months i mean i was really bad really slow and then and i got to the end of the book and i just like turned it back and just did, kept doing it and um <laughs> so the songs were really just at this time for me was really informative like it wasn't just like putting together um my my musical skills but then just listening to this music and is is just so deep and these songs are so personal you know they they sort of just are you know so so I, that's how i got interested in leader and then it's always been a touchstone in the kind of almost everything i do inside so i managed to sneak it in somehow but then this project leader christ basically like i really took took it as a in more of a, a larger role so i yeah the leader christ kind of ethos is that like I, I I am using electronics and voice but I'm trying to use you know just a certain amount a, a few pieces of hardware uh, and something that I could travel with that was the idea oh I see you know something okay, I can right. really go from place to place with easily <laughs> although then you know it's never really easy but um you know because right. I, I chose like these vintage you know equipment and it's pretty funny you now it's probably easier to just take a laptop but I, I don't know I was had this idealized thing. So I, right. I would take, you know, just a few pieces of, of gear. And um, one of them was this wonderful thing called, is a is like a harmonizer pedal. And it's actually, it's by TC Helicon. It's not even made anymore. It was like made like for 10 wow. years and then it, it stopped like in the two, 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 2010s or whatever. And I, I, um, I got hip to it from like a, this opera I did, um, I, I used it and uh, it was so, amazing like I, I was like oh this might be really interesting i mean it was in a totally different context but then i was like this might be really interesting um 
as a solo thing. So the harmonizer, what's cool about it is like you can, I, I can play the, the music on a keyboard, the actual song as it's written. And then mm -hmm. as I sing, it harmonizes my voice with the notes that I'm playing. Oh, wow. So it, actually, it actually orchestrates the entire song through my voice. Wow. Um, and so this, this was obviously really useful for uh, Schubert and Schumann. But then it was a cool thing to also just experiment with um, just my own ideas for pieces. And so, yeah, that was the idea, the kind of sneak in the Schubert, you know, because I felt like, I feel like these songs are just so powerful. And I knew that they would connect with people. I just knew it. And so when I would go on tour, you know, I would do like maybe one a night or, you know, and right. then, you know, somebody's like, oh, you, you really should do like a whole record of that. And a good friend of mine told me that. So I was like, so I did. So I just sort of like wow. pushed it and did, did a bunch of them. So wow. I don't know if I answered so your cool. question. No, that's, 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 I didn't know. So I didn't know that technology existed. Is it, how is it finding the harmonies? Is it, is it coming up with a, a third and a fifth or uh, I'm just well, curious no, how that. Yeah. I mean, you can, that. you can get it to do that. That's like, you know, a, a lot of harmonizers can, will 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 give you, will do, you know, produce the third and the fifth, but this is like running on MIDI. You can, you can with a MIDI cable um, from the pedal, like it basically, yeah, it knows which notes are being pressed. Oh, and, I see. Oh, you're, that's right. You're playing the, you're, or, you're playing the orchestration. I'm playing oh, the I see. Wow. Fingers. Yeah. And so it's translating your voice to that, to that orchestration. All those, yep. Exactly. Wow. Amazing. And, and it, yeah. How, how is there a delay there when you're doing that live? Does that, or is, is it there's barely any, is barely any delay, but as you hear on the record, there are these like idiosyncrasies where sometimes, you know, it will kind of fizzle or pitch shift. And because I also have like another pedal going like a kind of a, like a distortion pedal, but, um, yeah. but it's, it, yeah, it's just the mixture of all these things going like, I don't even have the distortion pedal on, but like somehow on, on everything, but somehow the sound is like distorting and kind of sometimes fizzling and sometimes it's super clear. So I just sort of play around with that and, it, right. and, um, yeah. Yeah. It feels like this living, breathing <laughs> entity, you know, it's great. Cause it's, it's never the same, you know, in the next, if you listen to one, one minute in and then two minutes in, it's sort of, constantly changing it's, it's a cool really amazing sound never heard anything like it that's why i i i remember pulling it up and said i've never heard anything like this i mean oh, this wow. is just so unique um i'd love to play to play that track sons um because i think that might be one of my one of my favorite tracks give people an idea of of this so judith bergson is here her new record is leader christ 2 and this is the track sons which is i think based off a of schubert piece correct Yes. Right. Yeah.
So, you know, obviously they're originally in German. So I, sometimes I, I would do it in German on, on shows. Um, and then I just started to um, translate them into English and, and kind of, yeah, make them more accessible to understand. So, yeah, those are like my kind yeah. of takes on the translation. Yeah, I think, I think the accessibility thing is, is what, I think has has kept me from digging into it more because either either the the recordings I've heard before they're either in German or they're sung in this operatic you know way and it, it's just sort of for me it's hard to get get connected to it but this was instantly I was just so transported uh, maybe maybe because it was it was English you know maybe that's part of it too yeah yeah that's that's what I was thinking because um, I, I or hope hoping it's like a gateway and maybe people get right. interested you know. There's a wonderful, uh, one of my favorite really um, recordings of it is with Dietrich Fischer Diskau, a German baritone who sings it in a in a very, it's still it's still classical sounding, but it's a very cool like, just you know the vibrato is more used sparingly and it's just this beautiful and there are many more recordings now that kind of follow in that mm. some people don't use any vibrato now either um, but anyway the recording is Discal with Alfred Brendel playing piano and I think if there's a DVD I don't know it just knocks me out there oh I'd love to hear that yeah <laughs> I don't think I've heard cool. that one wow that's great um, I of course you know I I practice these in that style but there are so many people doing it that way that uh, I don't know <laughs> I don't really yeah. be adding that much. Well, this is, yeah, I mean, no one's doing it like this. This is, this is a whole other, you know, realm, the electronic, the voices and the electronic um, aspect of it um, is, is, is great. And the whole orchestration is fantastic. So are you, when you were in New York, so you live in, you live in California now, but when you were in New York, um, I think you worked your, your day job or, one of your one of your other jobs besides being a musician was you didn't didn't you work in the church or something like that? Yeah, I work in like uh, the Jewish synagogue. I, I'm uh, I chant I'm the cantor, so oh, I oh I see yeah I chant um, the prayers, um, and it's a, it's a very the tradition is like a very uh, rich, uh, right. improvisatory, um, very very cool um, chant tradition, so. Uh, and yeah, so that's what I do. My, my dad is a cantor, so. Oh, I see. I, I learned, okay. I learned it from him and, and through my own, you know, uh, study. And, and did you, how does that impact your, 
your your music is that something where they 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 knew your musical background and so they sought you out to be a cantor or was it vice versa that you being a your your father being a cantor sort of drew you into this this whole world or i'm just kind of curious how that overlaps because i in my job i don't tell anyone i'm a musician nobody knows in my job that i'm a musician but to have that to have that connection between you know between between your work and your and 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 your music must be really great wait a minute brian so you have a whole i mean a whole other job i have a whole other job i'm an engineer by day so i don't i don't um yeah nobody nobody knows i'm a networking guy and i do some software um oh my god that's my i mean that's my my full-time day job but i've always kept that separate so it's always fascinating to me when people are able to sort of have different aspects of their life and you know there's it's so it's so fluid i mean i don't really i i tell people i'm a musician but most people will never really check out uh, or really you know they some some people it depends on where the temple is like i you know if i'm closer to the city people have more of a chance to like i was in brooklyn at a temple and yeah some people would come to my shows and they, oh, were, wow. they were interested <laughs> yeah but Great. sometimes uh, you know in the suburbs there's a little bit of a disconnect or Right. Um, and, and sometimes it's a little easier to just keep them se- separate. But but for me inside, they, they are very connected. Wow, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I, I checked out your the, the album you did before this, which it came out, I think, in 2016, Leader Christ, the first one. Mm-hmm. And it's I'd love to play a few tracks off of that. It's mostly instrumental, seems like, right? Yeah, it's more electronic and and. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, there's more. Maybe instrumental. Let me let me play you a track here because I I got to find out what's going on here um, with this. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what this when i first heard this I, the first thing that i thought of was the person that i think i met you through who was brandon seabrook that was the first uh-huh. person i thought of when i heard that but wh- who is this? is that you playing through some kind of distortion pedal or what yeah what's going on there that's it it's, wild. it's the same sort of thing like it's exactly the same pieces of hardware so it's the distortion pedal and that harmonizer and then um and then so when i'm singing you know i'm playing the harmonizer too so you're getting some some sounds i turn you know and then the distortion is just distorting the singing and that's oh so you're singing through that yeah that was that was your oh i didn't catch that at all oh yeah that's my voice yeah that's your voice wow a little bit harmonized too here and there but it's distorted through the distortion pedal 
Oh wow, that's so great! It sounds like it sounds like a distorted guitar. That's so wild. That was the kind of idea I wanted to know what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, I but, mean, and and is that true with all of these pieces? Is it all there's voice? I said it was instrumental, but I guess you're using the voice as an instrument. Yeah, some of them. So, there's like maybe a couple that are that are actually I did even not with that stuff with that I'm describing like a couple that are I did more with software but there's always a live element like there's an all of them they're all electroacoustic like there's always you know something live that's happening with either if it's a backing track or it's just live um right there in the studio or you know um so that's like that was important to me to keep that live element going some of it's improvised some of it's all set out planned beforehand like that I, one I see. that one yeah. was imp improvised but i had a i had a form for the improvisation you know it kind of like had this beginning middle and end kind of idea right but, um it's funny you mentioned brandon because so we yeah we were uh <laughs> roommates for many years um very good friends and uh and my first tour it was like him and I on tour. Oh, so. really? I didn't know that. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. Great. And then like eventually, like halfway through the tour, we started to like during the day make music, like make up some stuff with each other. And so then we would some, we would each do a set and then we would play together. So we just it was really fun. Wow, that's great. Have you done a recording with him at all? I mean, are um, there any recordings out there? There must be something, right? Well, he, I, I sang on his first record. Uh, with uh, his like power plant I've, I've sung on a couple oh the power plant okay yeah yeah, yeah. I've, we I've should play a track it. off of that we should definitely play a track I, oh you should play lamborghini helicopter that's the one i see oh on. yes let's do that let's it's play that. so insane <laughs>
Yeah, that's a good uh, one. He's that's yeah. a great band. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me play another one. This is another track. Is it? This is Bela. Is this another? Is this voice driven as well? Or? Well, so that's like a, a backing track that I made in software, and then there's going to be a live element that comes in. Oh, I see. Wurlitzer. Oh, this is the Wurlitzer part. Okay, mm -hmm. right. There's another track on here, um, which is, I think, related to the castle. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I did a yeah. version of Castle. Yeah. I, th I think I, I thought did it so. In German. I think I did it in. Oh yeah, this is the yeah. German. 
So is this the same piece as the one on this, the second record? It's the same one. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a piece that I always come back to. I don't know nice. why, but... <laughs> wow, it's so beautiful. Oh, this is Schumann, by the way. It's, it's, um, it's a Schumann song.
Judith Bergson is here. We're listening to her records, Leader Christ and Leader Christ 2, um, which was released this year. Leader Christ was released in 2016. So what are you working on now? Are you, what's, what's going on in the future for you? Are you, are you just kind of busy with the doctor PhD program and, or, or are you going to have find time to kind of work on, work on your own stuff? Um, yeah, well, yeah, the, doing the PhD thing. Um, I actually just found out that I have like a commission for next summer to write an opera for a festival in, um, Czech Republic, so an oh, opera great. festival. So wow. I, that's going to be what I'm going to focus on like this year. Um, so I also have this interest in microtonal music and singing. Sure. So um, it's kind of based off that. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Did that come from from Joe Maneri? Because I know he was a big, um, he was kind of like one of the godfathers of, of microtonal music. And and I didn't know you had, you had studied under him, but that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, he um, he definitely, you know, got me interested in it and I, be, right. you know, got really into it. He actually wrote a piece for him and I saxophone and voice duo. Oh, great. It was one of his last later pieces. And then um, and then, uh, you know, I just TA'd for him. And so I was really interested in I and I actually sang performed a lot of microtonal music from all the composers. Mm. And and then I kind of stepped away from it for a while. Um, but have now come back to it. So this, uh, yeah, this, all this kind of idea of um, vocal microtones, singing microtones against other, you know, established pitches, making these kind of beating patterns and this kind of right. long form. Uh, yeah, that's a whole other. Cause I think, I think people listening to this show, most people don't know what is meant by microtonal. Can you, yeah. can you explain what that means to, to people who, and I'm not even sure I know the full extent of it, but um, maybe you well, can explain. Um, the way that I see it, um, it's pitches that are, that fall between, so to say, like the notes on the piano. So if you're playing, you know, for instance, right. on the piano, you know, you're playing two pitches next to each other. Well, these notes would be in between those two you know <laughs> yeah. even smaller right. than the half step on the piano you know right c to c sharp so it'd be something smaller than that step right you know sort of like that and so what if you made a whole music that was just made out of these tones but you know that's the simplest way i can think about it but some people are you know they're they're also thinking about it um through uh the overtone series because the natural harmonics mm. of notes um are actually you know we we temper the notes to we temper them on our instruments to be able to play in tune with each other but really naturally the harmonics are not the notes on the piano <laughs> oh right sure of course yeah, they're, they're really, not going to yeah. land right on right no, on those notes yeah no it's right. approximated on the piano it's not really the tones and that's not to say that you know the ones on the piano are not beautiful and wonderful you know but and any better or worse but they're just in, in nature these overtones are a little different so some people make music with attuned to the natural harmonics they're called just intonation composers so that's another form of microtonality the just um, intonation interesting yeah. right yeah i'm sort of interested in maybe those notes in the cracks <laughs> right. kind of writing but um but but they it cross paths I, I am also interested in the harmonics too it's very fascinating
it, it reminds me of a conversation I had with Glenn Jones, who, who, who came on the show and was talking about how, you know, it, it's fine. You know, there are lots of guitarists. He's an acoustic guitarist that, you know, he said something like, well, you know, he doesn't use natural tunings, you know, on the guitar. He said plenty of people do and, and mm-hmm. that's fine. But he, his, his, all of his songs are a different tuning. Oh, wow. you know, which is kind of amazing. And you think about, you know, all the different permutations of that you can get into. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a whole other, whole other world. Right. right. That's a whole other thing. Like tuning scales, people use different scales and tunings. Actually a really cool, I don't know. Do you know Lamont Young's um, well-tuned piano? That recording? I've heard, I think I've heard that piece. Yeah. So that's yeah. like they tune, he tunes the piano according to the natural overtones. So and oh, plays, that's right. And yeah. it's it's really, really, it's a, it's an incredible record. <laughs> well, we should play that too, because that might give people an idea of, of yeah, what we're talking like, about. Exactly. But, yeah.
are you when you're performing this because i've i've never seen you perform this live are you 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 said you're bringing you're bringing the harmonizer with you and you're bringing are do you bring it's, the Wurlitzer with you too or i used to bring the Wurlitzer too but now i've sort of just consolidated to like this uh very small uh keyboard it's actually yamaha dx 100 from the 80s so I, oh wow okay <laughs> but it has midi and it has these cool Great. sounds and synthesis on it so I, I like it's tiny too. It's like it's not that big. Perfect. You know? Yeah. And the harmonizer is also just a box and the distortion pedal is a box. So it's not really that big of a deal. It's funny. Uh, it's still, you know, I see the uh, the appeal of the computer just bringing your computer. <laughs> yeah, I know. But a I, lot of people do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but could you get that? I guess you could. Could you really get those? Is there a harmonizer like in software that you could use? Maybe, I'm sure or? there is. I, I've seen yeah. a friend of mine had one and I played around with it, but this is just, there's something like tactile about it that I Sure, enjoy. of course. So, yeah. I don't know. I know. I'm old school like of, that too. I got my harmonium yeah. here. Oh, you know, yeah. I've got, I've got um, all these percussion instruments and stuff. And, but you, it sounds like since you're a solo uh, performer, you're probably used to doing this, like recording at home and, and those type yeah. of things. I mean, yes and no. I I always doing things completely backwards, and, and you know, I I'm like lo-fi, hi-fi. I don't know. Like I I don't. I never had like a. I don't know if it's 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 partially that I don't know how to use certain things, and also partially that it, that um, I'm not interested in that either. <laughs> you know, like yeah, you know right. what I mean. That combination that. I know. And so then I make my own way. And so I find it, it always turns out interesting anyway. So I just, but, yeah. um, but more recently, uh, during the pandemic, I like kind of hunger down and I, I uh, learned logic and cause Good. it's just so yeah. powerful, you know, like right. you can really um, do so much with it. So. Well, it was yeah. great talking to you. Oh um, yes, thank you, you too. Yeah, so, so fun to see you again. It's been so long. I um, know. But I'm so excited about this record, and I, I can't wait to. I've been playing it every every week. It's just so, it's so great. And uh, you know, thank you for all your your beautiful beautiful music. Oh man, thank you for for yeah. like I don't know, like honoring me by having like asking me. I'm really like blown away that you even <laughs> asked me. Thank you. Oh sure, of course, of course. All right, well, well, let's let's keep in touch. Okay, good to see you. Thanks, Brian. You too. Good Thanks, to see bye -bye. you. Thanks. Bye bye. Good okay, to see bye -bye. you. Bye. -bye. Oh. Cool. 
So 